going on, everybody? Welcome to episode seven of the Recommended Experience Podcast, where three pharmacists and one engineer talk everything there is to talk about video games, movies, and TV shows. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, also joined by Alex. Candy corn sucks. Uh, how dare you, one. Uh, Tiffany. <laughs> I promise she's alive. Happens. And Yasser. <laughs> I'm recording up here. <laughs> Tiffany, what is wrong? It's just, just so abrupt. It was really abrupt. Um, hey, everybody. <laughs> Alex, okay, well, the spotlight is now on you. Do because... we want to start the podcast with this conversation? No, yeah, let's start sure. it. Like, this is this is like fighting, you know, words. What do you have against candy corn? Candy corn just doesn't taste good. And what? it is... There is such a variety of candy that you can get on Halloween that is infinitely better than candy corn. Like candy corn, if we're looking at the ladder, is at like the bottom rung of the ladder. Candy corn isn't top tier candy, but it's Halloween candy. And you can't get that. But even though it's Halloween candy, that doesn't mean it's in any capacity good at all. It's still bad. But like I can sit on my couch. And go through a bag of candy corn when I'm watching a show or like playing a game or something, and it's gone. Like there's no really? chance. It's yeah, I, it's delicious. It's like it's eating a bag of like sugar cubes. Like what's the yeah. problem? I don't see the issue like, here. I think it's just <laughs> that's why I love it's it. It's mediocre at best, y'all. I don't know. I mean, for me, like I'd like a handful of candy corn every once in a while, but like I don't want a whole bag of it. I think it's just yeah. Okay. I mean, you feel terrible about yourself if you're eating an entire bag. Matt, like, sure, I feel terrible about myself, but uh, <laughs> I feel great too. <laughs> uh, like, it's not it's not my favorite candy in the world. Like Reese's peanut butter cups and almond joys are like, oh, delish. almond joys. Okay, I feel really yeah, attacked by this podcast. That's us. Yeah. What? I agree. What, is it the coconut that you don't like? I hate, I hate co- the coconut. Oh my yeah. god, y'all, sir, I hate coconut too. Oh, I hate, yeah. I hate it. I'm here for Alex. Uh, are you? Are you redeeming yourself? What do you feel about coconut? Oh, I love coconut. Like coconut cream oh, pie, man. perfection. My man. My man. That's great. Gross. Quick will, trivia. Quick trivia for you guys. What's the most popular candy in the world? Hershey's Kiss. M&M's. Snickers. Alex? No, Reese's Cups. Can you believe it? No. I love Reese's Cups. Man, wild? I like that no, fact. No, Reese's yeah. Cups are just okay. I like Kit Kat. I mean, more, Peanut yeah. butter chocolate. Kit Kats Kit, are my personal favorite as well. Kit, like, see, I can't, I can't eat Kit Kats, but when I could eat Kit Kats, <laughs> yeah. I love. Oh my Kit god! Kats. Listen, they, so all, they, all the viewers at home, just so you know, <laughs> I'm a uh, gluten free, like not the hip gluten free, like the oh, tell your friends about him. No, it's like the medical condition gluten free. Um, yeah, he might. But die. I love a good Kit Kat. <laughs> um, they yeah. just came out with pumpkin pie Kit Kats, like in America, oh, and god. they're so good. Where can you get them? Um, Target or Walmart. I have Ooh, not I'm seen them tomorrow. I haven't seen them at yeah. uh, Kroger or anything, but I was like, when I went to Target to buy pumpkin pie Kit Kats, they only had one bag left on the shelf, and I was like, I, I was so I was kind of upset. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I bought the bag, but I was like, I wanted to buy two bags. Also, oh fun God. fact: Japan <laughs> has like a buttload of different flavored Kit Kats, and they're all on point. And whenever wow. I go to Japan, I always bring back like eight different flavors. That's true. Mm. Japan has those crazy flavored Kit Kats, and I'm very jealous we don't have more of them here. Oh, my God, I Mm. know. Because you can find a couple at an Asian grocery store, um, but like green tea and stuff, but and maybe strawberry. But in Japan, like when I went last year, I brought back peach mint Kit Kats, which were really good. Sounds delicious. Did you have the the, uh, like white? I, I forget which flavor it was exactly, but it was during Easter last year. Those like Easter Kit Kats? Oh, they had Easter. Those? No, what flavor? Yeah, they were, were those? so. I can't remember now, but they were like white. Um, I forget the exact flavor. It was so good. I wonder if it, <laughs> does Japan does Japan have like any other variations of regular candy, or is it just Kit Kats? I feel like it's just Kit Kats. I don't really see them have like really? different types of Snickers or anything. But I wonder why. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, they. Which I guess like the base of Kit Kat maybe is more customizable. Like you already got like chocolate and caramel and like And the wafers. Nuts. Yeah. The wafer. Yeah. The wafer. 
I don't know why we have that accent, but okay. Yeah, I was like, is that supposed to be like a Japanese accent? Like, yeah. Oh, no, that's not a Japanese accent. <laughs> a wafu. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, anyway, Let's we're uh, reeling this back in now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so welcome to Recommend Experience, everybody. Um, wow, guys, it has been a good week, um, at least on my part. Tiffany, you're another year older. Isn't that right? Oh my God! Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, congratulations! Um, <laughs> Thank you. Another year around the sun. That's right. Level that's right. up. Uh, did you do anything fun? Did you play any games? Watch any TV? Yeah, actually, um, I played Untitled Goose Game co-op oh. with Alex. That's a that- co-op game now. Yeah. Has it always been a co-op game? No. I feel like it, was it just in September that they added co-op? No, I thought they added it from the Game Awards. La- oh, wait. Oh, really? Oh, no, no. You're right, Matt. It was from some like indie direct showcase or something, or indie world showcase. Yes, 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 yes. They yeah. added co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, so I share played with the PlayStation with Alex. So for those unfamiliar of the share play, uh, aspect of a playstation basically you can like give you can basically like project your screen and game to another person in your party and you can select an option where you can give control to the visitor as well so it's essentially like you can play couch co-op with someone through the internet that's sweet. Yeah, and like Alex didn't have to own the game, so I share played with Alex, and so we played co-op. I honestly got the geese mixed up when we were playing. Like the the geese the geese like differentiation was very subtle. Basically, the beak and the feet were different, like a darker orange. Like one was a lighter orange and one was a darker orange, and one of the geese had like a little like nubbin on their beak or like a like a (laughs) like you know it was like a little bump on the on the top of their beak and so every once in a while when we were playing i got confused about which geese goose i was um but yeah Mm. we played through the game i thought it was pretty cute it was it was fun i got it i got the game on sale alex had seen like a bunch of speed runs and stuff like for it so he kind of knew what was up with most of it um and we were trying to do some of the like all the tasks so we looked up a couple things just to be more efficient about some stuff but i had a good time with that and do you guys platinum it no well so close to platinum basically there's four trophies left and they're speed runs so you basically have to do some of the sections of the game before the church bells ring is like the (laughs) is the like trophy and apparently the church bells will basically when you start the level or the section of that area the church bells ring within six minutes so you basically Mm. have to like book it yeah basically and alex is like you can do that by yourself (laughs) and i was like that's (laughs) savage (laughs) and i was like that's fine um so yeah that that actually played on my birthday so i thought that was really fun it was also really nice of alex to play that with me because i was like please play this goose game with me and he's like okay whatever (laughs) how sweet yeah but yeah just still a lot of animal crossing i'm playing that um getting ready for halloween you you had your birthday celebration oh yeah i did i didn't know that you had a pinata they made you a pinata and like you you got to smack it and then birthday cupcakes uh-huh. fell out, and then you gave your if cupcakes you, came out of the pinata. Yes, that sounds like oh, a terrible time. So so <laughs> unrealistic. No, and then I mean <laughs> this island of animals, <laughs> <laughs> the cupcake pinata. <laughs> but then once you get your birthday cupcakes, you hand them out to your like favorite. Vill- they only gave me six cupcakes. I was like, yo, I have ten villagers. Like you only give me six, so then I had to like pick which villagers I want to share my cupcakes with but when you gave them a cupcake they gave you a birthday item like wow. they gave you like a birthday table that had like you know a nice spread on there they gave you a birthday sign they gave you like a birthday cake like you know they gave you like all these little items that that that's on display in the animal's house during a birthday mm. so like that was awesome. actually really sweet and then and then kk slider was there 
and you could ask to hear a song and he he plays his the birthday song and then in the credits oh, really? yeah and then in the credits your villagers and other animals wrote letters to you saying how happy they were to be your friend wow i was like that's a lot i was moved what a great game yeah honestly like you know and i'm thinking about it because like obviously i i mean normally i like to go out and do something for my birthday mm-hmm. but i couldn't do it this year because of the pandemic so honestly that little party in that game for like 20 minutes was just so adorable it's like so cute mm. yeah Shout and then to animal crossing yeah yeah and then um i finally beat the first dungeon in going under okay. only took me 21 runs <laughs> Perfect. That's fine. Wait, that's the first dungeon yes. or the final boss? No, the first dungeon. Oh. I, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I took me 21 tries to beat. So it's going well. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And then I tried going to the second dungeon and then I like died in the first room and then went back to the first dungeon and beat it one more time to feel better about myself. Nice. And then I kind of paused with that because I was like, what's this new? And then, I, you know, I went through the new dungeon a couple of times and I was like, okay, this is just, I'm just back to the beginning again. Just like not, mm-hmm. <clears throat> not doing well. Um, and then also I wanted to... I wanted to talk about this one documentary I watched on Netflix, you guys. Okay. How familiar is the group with K-pop? I am not familiar. I listened to some of it in high school. Okay. So. I- like 2 p.m. <gasps> and that a group? No way. I love yeah. 2 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mad respect. What was the, what was the one... Was it G Dragon? Was he was in Big Bang? Big Bang, yeah. yeah uh-huh. I yeah. love Big Bang. Okay, so I've been a K-pop fan for like fifteen years, maybe more than that. But um, Netflix came out with a documentary for this newer, newer girl group called Blackpink, and I watched okay. it and it was really interesting. I want to just bring them up because actually today they performed on Good Morning America and Jimmy Kimmel um on like american tv so i thought that was like super cool blackpink is just this four girl group um from south korea one of the members is from thailand and then the other three are korean uh one of them one of the koreans basically grew up in australia so they were like you know grew up in an immigrant family but then she moved back to korea uh, for it to become a k-pop star and then this other one of the other korean girls grew up in korea but then like studied abroad in new zealand and moved back to korea to become a k-pop star and the reason the only reason i bring it up is because like three of them can speak perfect english and i had no mm. i didn't i wasn't aware of that when i was like watching the documentary so it's just pretty neat because they did like most of the documentary they filmed um they spoke in english and then they just talked about their trainee days and stuff i just thought it was really a neat peek inside what becoming a k-pop star is like because i'm just a big fan of music blackpink wise Mm -hmm. i like i've known some of their songs and stuff but i definitely like didn't know about them as individuals until this documentary Hmm. yeah yeah netflix is all about those documentaries now yeah we've got so many of them too many and i have no time to watch any of them (laughs) i i look at them as i scroll by (laughs) Oh, there they are. There's more now. There they are again. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, did you attend Tiffany's birthday party in Animal Crossing? I did not. That was a that was a solo affair for her. But I did uh, I did assist her in finally achieving her lifelong Animal Crossing dream of acquiring Raymond the cat as a villager in her village. As when I first started playing it back in March. I actually rolled into Raymond being a visitor at my campsite uh, within my first 10 villagers visiting. So I actually acquired him <laughs> way back then. And so as part of a birthday gift to her, I went through the efforts of time traveling in order to uh, get Raymond uh, into the mood about leaving my island. And so when that happened, uh, Tiffany visited and was able to convince him to move over to her island. So that, that transition happened. That's huge. I love. Yeah. That. Do you remember when, Raymond. when like uh, Animal Crossing came out, like maybe a month after it, there was like this black market of villagers where you could like sell your villagers for like so many in-game things. Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Like, is it still 
Is it still like that? I think it is. Because I feel like Raymond was, he's new to this game. So like everybody wanted him and he like looks dapper and he's got that genetic thing to where he has like a blue and a green eye, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Like people loved him. And so he's been like top of that black market forever. So it's a pretty priceless gift. I, I, I super appreciated it. It he's he spent some time and effort to allow me to have my dream cat on my island. So thank you so much, Alex. Thank you. Oh yeah, I, I did not realize how involved the time traveling process actually was in order to manipulate the clock and try to, you know, get your villagers to do what they want as in move away. But, you know, it, it didn't how take long, too long. How long in real life did this Uh, I mean, take? I say that it only took an hour and a half, but that was oh, really? still an hour and a half of booting. Actively and, doing stuff. Yeah, booting and resetting the game and trying to find the perfect moment of, okay, someone's willing to leave. Or I see he's not in his house, so he might be somewhere outside where I can talk to him and see if he's, you know, thinking about moving away. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, got the job done. So I, I bid farewell to Raymond after seven months of occupancy on my island. Wow. <laughs> Ren is up. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Never come back. <laughs> Alex, have you been play- playing anything else the past Yeah, week? so... Been playing primarily two things that coincidentally are very similar to each other. So I rolled mm-hmm. credits on the main story for Neo 2 yesterday. Nice. And I played the Ghost of Tsushima co-op that they added. Um, so which do you want to hear first? Neo 2. Neo 2? Yeah. Okay. Um, Neo 2, I think, definitely is up there for, at least as of now, October 2020, is in the, in the running for Game of the Year for me. Um, okay. it, it really boils down to, especially after completing the main story, that it's one of those games where I didn't realize how much time I spent on it until I looked at my save file after rolling the credits. And it ended up taking me a little under 64 hours. And... Especially these days, I typically don't spend that long with games anymore. Uh, mostly because, you know, it, it feels like for the most part, the longer you spend with the game, the more you kind of feel or you're aware of like the time you've invested in, um, at least for me. And so typically, most games I play these days, I, you know, even if I'm going for the Platinum Trophy, the 100%, it usually takes me around like 40 hours at most. Um, and so the fact that just playing the main story and so this wasn't even me getting the platinum yet even though i do intend on getting the platinum for Mm -hmm. this game putting in 64 hours didn't and it didn't feel like it it just i think and to me that was a testament of how much even though i was dying a lot right as 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 is the type of genre it is more like a souls like game Mm -hmm. the fact that i really enjoyed it to the point of you know despite dying the game itself was still fun that i'm like oh you know i'm dying here and there i have to reset to the checkpoint but i'm still kind of trudging along making progress getting cool loot you know learning new skills and so overall it's just a very positive experience that you know i'm definitely you know going to continue to get the platinum in the game and uh go through the two dlcs that are out and definitely anticipating the third one that's coming out uh hopefully i think springtime next year and definitely question oh what are are you going to go back and play neo one i think this is a this is where i was kind of leaning towards so i heard that neo 2 improved on all the aspects of the first game and so the fact that I've entered the franchise on the sequel makes it feel like, well, if I liked all the things in this one, the fact that not all of these features are there in the first game, I don't know how much I'd like it going back. And so I'd say I'm definitely all in if they make a third one. So if there is a Neo 3 that Team Ninja decides to develop sometime in the future, I think I'm there day one. But I don't know if I'm willing to go back. And I think that's kind of similar to my opinion of Persona 5 where when I played that back in 2017 when the game came out, one of my favorite games of that year, but it really was a marker of, oh, I'm in, I'm all in on the Persona series from 5 onward, but not necessarily going back. Because I think just the game that I played, so Persona 5 and Neo 2, 
the features that they included in this iteration just made the game that much more fun that I think I'm a fan moving forward, but not necessarily going backwards. That's awesome. I've, I'm, I'm really excited to hear what you think about uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, because I've been seeing some things online, and people are loving it. Like, yeah. Have you, have you found a, three other people to play with? So there is online matchmaking, so you can random matchmake with uh, additional people if you don't have a full group of four. Um, but uh, so they have, there's two types of co-op for the multiplayer for Ghost in that there's story-based missions which you can play with one other person, so that's two-player co-op. And then they have uh, wave-based survival kind of um, horde mode uh, uh, missions, and that's more akin to, if you're familiar with the Mass Effect series, That's I know that Mass Effect multiplayer, there wasn't any PvP. Same thing with Ghost. There's no PvP multiplayer. It's just you versus um, AI waves. And I'd say if you enjoy the Mass Effect type of multiplayer experience, this takes a lot of inspiration from that. Uh, there is leveling for your characters um, as you do the missions. There's, especially in the story, there are there is a long kind of story through line that you follow um, co-op with another player. And what's super interesting is, is how they contextualize the multiplayer in view of the game itself. And that... So the the subtitle for the mode is called Legends, and it's because it's the perspective of this storyteller named Gyozen, who essentially is retelling the accounts of the main game, but from his perspective, and the fact that all the stories are revolving around who the ghost of Tsushima was didn't seem like it could have been one person. And so the way they contextualize the multiplayer and how they call it Legends is the fact that they take the idea of the ghost... And it's actually that the ghost was multiple people. And so that's how they divide the skills that you have in single player into the classes in multiplayer. So, Mm. you know, the samurai is there is kind of like the origin of who the ghost was. And then there's the hunter who's really good at archery skills. And then there's the assassin who, you know, has smoke bombs and can attack from the shadows. And then there's the Ronin who can summon and channel spirit animals. And it's really cool how they, contextualize the fact that oh it is kind of this breakdown of who you play in the main game Jin Sakai as a character in a multiplayer way of you know balancing it but also providing gameplay implementation to say it's Hmm. it's what you played in the single player but kind of broken down and you can freely choose between the different types of characters to say oh I really like this aspect and it also kind of adds that need to play in a cooperative manner with other people to say, well, if I'm the assassin, I can sneak up on the enemies and take them out. But you know, you're the archer. So you're going to be the one like distracted them from far away, right with your arrows. And so just based on that sheer fact, I really like how it's a fun blend of being able to experience this, you know, great game and also contextualizing it within the world of the single player um, in an interesting way and it's not just kind of like a tack on like oh we heard we know you like the single player and here's just kind of a bonus multiplayer mode that we're throwing in there hmm. um, and there's still a raid that they are uh, they haven't released yet as of now but that they are planning on releasing later down the line um, and it's kind of evident in the story missions um, how they designed those of what might be required of the raid in terms of cooperation with another player so right the story missions are only two people so i can only imagine oh, if they're using this as the basis of you have to cooperate with that one other person the story missions that in the raid that'll be up to four people so you're going to need that same cooperation but across four different players and so i'm definitely interested to see when the raid comes out like how intense is it like is this kind of a you know wow or final fantasy 14 or even at least like a destiny level type rate of requiring cooperation with another person or up to three people. Yeah. Destiny raids, they took a ton of cooperation. I got into destiny too, quite a bit. Um, I think Yasser, you and I played a yeah, bit of did. that. And so, <laughs> so we slowly got burnt out and I still have friends that played with us that are still playing it to this day. They're still playing destiny Two. Like I see them on Xbox. Yeah. We've um, considered hopping back on because now we have access to all the different DLCs. So yeah. it might happen soon. We'll see. It might, it might. Um, Yasser, what, what have you been up to? Um, have you been playing on your iPhone at all with all this new <laughs> Xbox news? <laughs> so honestly, I have been all over the place with games that I've been playing. 
so recently the Black Ops Cold War beta came out. Um, that was a closed beta for PlayStation initially, but this past weekend it was an open beta for everyone. Um, first with the people that pre-ordered and then just literally for everyone who wanted to join. And I really enjoyed that. Um, I think with the most recent Call of Duty game, they went a slightly different direction with Modern Warfare. And it seems like Black Ops is going more towards like the classic Call of Duty playstyle, but the it's clear they're still using Modern Warfare's new graphic engine. So it, it looked really good and it played really well. Um, but I didn't play too much of that. I just played with my friend here and there and he said he really enjoyed it. He's a huge Call of Duty fan. So if he likes it, I know that a lot of people are probably going to be getting that game when that comes out next are, month. Are you going to pre-order it? No, or I'm not. Or have you pre-ordered it? I, okay. I have not. I don't plan to, um, but if enough people that I know end up getting it, I'll probably consider it. Um, but either way, they are continuing support for Modern Warfare's Warzone. So that'll be continuing into the Black Ops Cold War cycle, which is really interesting. Activision and Call of Duty have never done that in the past, so... It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Warzone I have actually one has... crucial question yeah. related to the multiplayer. Yeah. What is your opinion on the fact that the score streaks don't reset upon your death? It's very odd. Yeah, I did not understand why they chose to do that. Um, but it, it is a beta, so they're probably just messing around with some things. I did hear that not everyone was a fan of that. Um, but we'll see yeah, if that ends Personally... Up. It's mm -hmm. so I played the alpha when it came to PlayStation a month ago. Uh -huh. um, I didn't play in the past beta um, last week, but personally, so I'm not, I wasn't the biggest fan of modern warfare's gunplay. Uh, I actually mm -hmm. really liked black ops fours, yeah, um, you know, too. with the, with the increased health pool and the manual heal and everything. I really mm -hmm. liked that. I liked the classes, right. um, but That's all the gone. breaking point for me in the <laughs> alpha for cold war was the score streaks kind of, persisting and mm. i felt like in a way it's making the game a little soft um to put it lightly in terms of they just get I know they're, kill streak <laughs> right they're trying to encourage oh you know you set these things in your loadout and we want you to be able to earn these throughout a match but it's the fact that especially you know back you know previous call of duties up until now have been around right even if it's score streak based it was you earned it within your single life and it was something to reward you for playing well mm -hmm. and so it definitely kind of feels like they're trying to smooth out the curve but then it doesn't make it feel as impactful when you do earn these things to say like oh i did something well in this life to like get this benefit for my team or for myself as opposed yeah. to kind of being like oh eventually anyone can get a chopper gunner if the game goes on long enough <laughs> Yeah, t uh, I feel like Treyarch has always kind of tiptoed this line because they're the ones who introduced score streaks in the first place where you don't need to get kills to get these kill streaks. You just need to do things like uh, capture the objective and do objective-based um, stuff to get these score streaks. But now that they're implementing it across uh, your lives, I, I don't think, I feel like that's a little too far, but it does seem like it is at least taking long enough for those kill streaks to actually, or those score streaks, I mean, to actually accumulate long enough for them to occur in the game. And it doesn't seem like everyone's getting a chopper gunner. Like they're making it difficult enough. Um, but still, I don't like the fact that you don't have to do it all in one life. I prefer how it was before. Um, but overall, I, I liked it. I didn't think it was amazing. I, I still feel like there's some things that they can fix up um i'm not sold on the game just yet but of course the zombies is coming out i definitely mm. want to see what that looks like the campaigns get actually be included this time we'll see what that looks like um, but what i was going to mention before that was it seems like they're actually doing stuff with warzone this year because uh, i guess warzone wasn't even around during halloween last time where they're doing a holiday kind of themed event where they have these killers coming out I think it was Jigsaw <laughs> and then uh, the uh, Chainsaw Massacre guy. Both of them are just going to be running around the map, I guess. I, I don't know what? the specifics. It was on the trailer, and it seemed wild, and there's zombies on the map now. It's it's going to be Can crazy. they kill you? Yeah, I, apparently. They like it looked like they were chasing people and trying to kill people, so it does seem that way. I'm not sure 
if it's the zombies and then you can use those character skins or if they're just running around their map too. I guess we'll find out. No, but. Matt. Jigsaw's trying to have a tea party with you. He's not <laughs> trying to kill you. Hey, you know what? I've played like five games with Yasser of Warzone. It could be. And, like it could be. And you Matt's never a know. pro. Matt's a pro. <laughs> hey. That's right. Uh, 360 yeah, no scope. I'm, I'm excited to see what that actually looks like. Uh, I'm sure the update will be gigantic and everyone will complain about it, but I'm excited to see what that ends up looking like. As far as other games I've been playing, like I said, I've been playing a lot of different things as of late. Um, I hopped back into Blair Witch. Uh, that was a Halloween time game last year that I got probably halfway through, and then it was. November and I didn't want to play it anymore, so I I just mm-hmm. dropped it. <laughs> now here we are again. Wow! And so I have nine days or really ten days. Important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm playing through that. I should be finishing it up soon, though. Um, it's a pretty good game. I wouldn't say it's like a top tier game by any means, but it's got some good like spooky vibes for Halloween, and there's a cute dog in there, so all good points on my those board. are those are the two points that i know about that game <laughs> is that one it has a dog and two it's spooky yeah so you're, while you're the first one would bring me forest. in the second one i would never play it <laughs> i'm like such a baby i would be screaming yeah but uh, the dog is a nice plus <laughs> right and uh and then hopping into a few other multiplayer games uh so rocket league of course um but also jumping back into Forza Horizon 3. I'm trying to wrap up some of the DLC for that. I've been hopping on to the Hot Wheels DLC, and that oh, man. has been so much fun. Like, I Amazing. didn't realize how much fun I would enjoy or how much fun I'd have playing that DLC until well, I actually tried it finally. My question is, is <laughs> why hasn't anyone developed an actual just Hot Wheels like, I don't modern know. racing game? I don't know, and I honestly didn't think it would fit in with like Forza Horizon 3's mechanics, but... Man, you're just going through these like loop-de-loops, and it's just, mm-hmm. I can't stop smiling the whole time. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then on top of that, I've also been hopping on to Halo Master Chief Collection uh, because they're doing some uh, new beta insider builds with that uh, where they're inc- um, adding Xbox PC crossplay. And then lastly, I'm also on Gears 5 because <laughs> I just randomly wow. realized that I enjoy Gears, and I haven't played it in a very long time, and I've been loving that as well. Uh, I didn't really ever get too far into my multiplayer experience with Gears 5. Um, I always just hopped on back and forth, but I'm on right now, and I'm enjoying it. Nice. (laughs) And lastly, I did get my hands on Hades. And (gasps) it's been... What? It's It's spreading. (laughs) Oh uh, my, Yasser, you didn't tell me about this. Was this, you wanted a live I, reaction. Oh my gosh, you can't, because we don't have video, but, but like, I have such a huge smile on my face. This but brings don't worry, we joy. It's, uh, it's very early on. I've only died once so far, and um, okay. I, I got back to the home, home area where they're all uh-huh. talking shit about yeah. how I'm never <laughs> going to make it alive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, why do you even great? try? But it's, uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> and I really like the dialogue. So we'll see if I actually get into it. But what early stages. What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I've been playing, everybody. Everyone's sitting down. I Mario 64. Yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly I am done with that. <laughs> I have been going Majora's off Mask. on some Hades. Uh, no, I wish it was Majora's Mask. <laughs> Bring it to Switch, Nintendo. Do it, you cowards. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been playing some Hades. Some uh, The past Hades? two weeks. Okay, so I've been playing over 40 hours of Hades <laughs> you beat it so yet. far. There we go. I have, I have beaten it. I have nice. beaten it. So I've done, um, as of this evening, I've done 43 runs. And I have cleared it 13 times. Oh, my god! So I've been at 13 different good, times. Right? Yeah, yeah. It took yeah, me 17. 25% clear rate. Yeah, it took me 17 runs to clear it the first time. That's and then, better than average, I'd imagine, right? Because I remember I, watching the IGN review, and he said it took like 35 or something. Listen, I'm a pro gamer. Oh, this my we God. Do. Confirmed. <laughs> I want to stop the podcast right now, and he's not allowed to talk about Hades anymore. Stop it, Tiffany. Stop it. Um, anyway, Hades is amazing. It is 
at first I was kind of like Yasser. I was like, well, did I just waste 25 bucks? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. Played like one run and it was like, okay, like it's roguelike, but I love the art style. I love all these characters and the dialogue is amazing and it, it seems very thoughtful. And I kept going, kept going and I was just hooked. It like is amazing. Um, the dialogue is great. The music is great. Art style is great. Combat's fun. And honestly, it's a rogue light. So it is a rogue light, not a rogue like. Going back to that conversation, um, so you do build some strength. The longer you play it, the better you're going to be at baseline. Um, there is an easy mode in case you're worried about toughness. Um, I've already told Tiffany that I'm buying her this for her birthday. <laughs> um, so, Wait, so you already which, got it for? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, um, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo doesn't have a good eShop. You can't even gift a game to someone I see. over their eShop. So I have a $25 gift card to the Nintendo eShop that Tiffany hopefully will spend on Hades because <laughs> that's the intention. <laughs> anyway, um, but oh, this game is so good. It's, it's definitely my, as of right now, October 2020, this is the best game that I've played all year. And it's one of the best games that I've played in the past few years. One of the best. Not saying the best, but um, it's a great game. And honestly, it's just my worry for it was that, okay, what happens when I beat it one time? Am I still going to stick around for it? And I'm not going to spoil anything because I think the story's one of the best parts. But it, it sinks you in to where you want to play more and want to play more and get more of the story every time that you beat it. That's interesting. And then after you get the real ending, which happens after you get so many wins, like what? how does it even necessitate you to play again? And it does. Like it still does. Wow. I am kind of... Wait, you've already I got to kinda, the real ending too? Yeah, I've oh already my. got the real ending. Yeah. Um, And I, I am coming off of it. Like I was even looking today on Game Pass to be like, okay, like what what am I going to sink my teeth in before next gen? Um, because I know I'm probably not going to be playing Hades for that much longer, um, but I've loved it. I, I've played over 40 hours, and I felt like it was a 40 hours well spent. Um, I also spent this past week watching the Noclip documentary. So if you're if you don't know what Noclip is, it kind of goes a deep dive into some of the development teams that have all these games. Um, and so they look at Supergiant Games, because this was an early access game. They released um, at first in 2018, and then for that full year of 2019, um, they kind of revamped and released patches and did all these things. And it kind of goes through that process, shows how they did the music, how they did the voiceover. And it's just such a cool set of documentaries, docu-series, I guess. Um, I think there's five episodes with the last episode coming this fall. Yeah, I'm excited you, for that. If you, if you have a chance, I would at least watch those because it, it makes you appreciate this so much more because there's parts of this that they had to do during um, during quarantine. And so it's it's cool to see how this all changed and kind of kind of sees the man behind the behind the um, whatever they're the called. The curtain. This curtain yeah that's right <laughs> i was like drapes behind the drapes that's not right <laughs> um i'm really hoping that this i have a like a a prediction that with the game awards coming this december i think that hades is going to be announced for more platforms at the game awards this year so i'm hoping that it comes to playstation and it comes to xbox because i would just love to see as many people play this game because i i am a big fan of Greek mythology and it just hits that so well and um, it's it's a great game I can't I can't praise it enough I'm sure I'll be talking about it when we have our end of the year um, game of the year um, discussion in December but it's it's been spectacular and that's really the only game that I've played this week um, but I also um, when I haven't been playing that I finished the boys finally season two um, finished that it took me a while to get back into it get back into season two but it ended off pretty well so i don't know are any of you i know tiffany you said you're 
watching some of them. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going on that? Well, so I watched the first three episodes the day it released on like September 4th or 5th. But then okay. I like I watched I binged the three of them and then I was like, OK, I guess I got to wait next week to watch the next one. And then, the you know, the week came and I was like, oh, I should watch that. But then I just kind of fell off the wagon. Um, but I plan mm-hmm. to watch. I hope to actually finish the season like tomorrow. Like, oh, I'm, nice. I'm just going to like perfect watch all of it we'll see how that goes okay the the last three episodes fly by like they're really good okay i'm excited really how many episodes, episodes is it again yeah. eight. eight. Oh, okay then i'm definitely yeah. i only have yeah. five episodes that's an afternoon <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's five hours oh <laughs> uh, it's really hard to binge compared to other series i feel like it's pretty hard to binge it's pretty hard to handle sometimes yeah. but yeah best of luck Thanks. We'll talk more. We'll talk more. Okay. Um, so now, topic of the show, which is, you know, we're, we're talking about all these games that we've played this past week. But guys, we're less than 30 days away from next gen. 30 days from Miles Morales and Demon's Souls and all of our, our precious games that we've pre-ordered. I want to know, November 12th comes out, what are we playing? Um, Alex, let's start with you. You've purchased a PS5. Have you pre-ordered any games? Uh, for the PS5 specifically, no. Right now, my only pre-ordered game for this fall is actually Yakuza Like a Dragon. And that okay. actually comes out on the 10th, right, with the launch of the Series X and S. Um, but yeah, next-gen specifically, nothing yet. Uh, but I do plan on picking up uh, Sackboy, Big Adventure, and Spider-Man nice. Miles Morales just day one. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to doing the pre-order yet. Um, so I'll, I'm definitely playing Spider-Man Miles Morales as my first go-to, you know, single player. I can just dive okay. right in. I know we might be doing some sort of co-op action with Sackboy, so I'm willing to wait on that whenever everyone gets their consoles and copies in. Um, but I guess, because it's a weird thing. So with Cyberpunk, which comes out the week after on the 19th of November, it's only the current gen slash PC versions that will be out. And actually the, the next gen patches for the consoles for cyberpunk actually don't come out till next year. And so I'm in this weird spot where I am not sure if I want to wait um, or get the PC version. Uh, specifically, I'm leaning towards getting the PS4 version and just playing it and then potentially revisiting the game when it gets a PS5 upgrade uh, early next year at some point. Um, Because even though I have a PC, I have a RTX 2070 NVIDIA card, and I have an i5 6600K processor, I'm still afraid that despite my specs being decent, I wouldn't get the best performance out of the PC version. And I think... Uh, more kind of focused PS5 upgrade would probably be a better bet um, at least later on um, because I'm not looking to upgrade my PC anytime soon. So that's Hmm. kind of what my fall outlook is looking. I was uh, debating about Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well, but I think I might just wait on that till next year at some point once I get through everything else. Yeah, sir. You're going to get Cyberpunk, I know. Oh, yeah. Um, Are you getting it for xbox or are you looking to play it on pc because you're not pre-ordering xbox series x or ps5 this fall correct correct well not a, not as of right now okay oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll check in next week yeah <laughs> yes, keep, checking in. keep checking in <laughs> yes or watch <laughs> yeah i was in a pretty similar situation to what alex just mentioned do i get it for pc because i know my pc can handle it. i think alex is probably good too um, but you're I don't know. I feel like you're missing out because a single player game like Cyberpunk, usually, at least for me, I I get the most out of it by playing it on my OLED. And so like if you have an HDR TV, a 4K TV, you're going to get more out of it playing on that, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I I have my One X right now. And as far as I remember, it's been a while because, you know, Cyberpunk has been coming out for like ever. And I'm Ever. I don't even know when they first announced this, but I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be 4K, I think either 30 or 60 FPS. So that's good enough for me. It's obviously not going to be ultra graphics, probably like high graphics. I'm okay with starting off with that as a base point. And whenever I do get the Series X, I'll upgrade from there. 
Uh, well, I'll get the free upgrade. Um, but I don't want to play on my PC, so I, I did pre-order it for my Xbox One X. And the main okay. reason why I feel like I'm not sure if I'm getting the Series X in time for it is the one situation that I feel like I could get the Series X early is if GameStop continues with that deal that they're having, which I believe is $200 off if you trade in your One X. Um, that might tempt me on like release week if they have a copy or yeah an extra console lying around I might consider it um, but that's the only thing that's really gonna it's a pretty make awesome me deal consider. it is a pretty good deal I mean Series X for three hundred dollars and I get to play the ultimate version of a lot of my different games that I am playing right now because you're not gonna have an xbox one x and an xbox series x no no of course not because you probably can't even fit it in your tv console anyway <laughs> no i mean both massive yeah and my one x is on its like last legs i feel I, I don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast but i i had to fix my one x because the hdmi chip got messed up so i had to go to a shop and get that replaced for like 80 dollars. oh dang. and i that's the one question. Hopefully GameStop is not listening right now. Um, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure if you open your console at any point, you can't uh, exchange it on GameStop. Really? Oh. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they might be able to notice if they actually paid attention, but will the guy pay attention? Stay Do they tuned. have like tamper proof things? So there is something on like the bottom right where okay. the guy who fixed it up for me said like I would know if someone had already opened it. So he would know I I feel like GameStop wouldn't know, but we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah. my One X has been running completely fine. Um, it, I haven't had any issues with it. It's just I'd rather, because I've already had an issue with it, I'd rather just get rid of it sooner rather than later. Um, so that's kind of why I'm maybe getting the Series X. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but Until yeah, Cyberpunk. Yasser Watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Cyberpunk, I am so ready for. I am super excited to play that. And since we're getting pretty close now, I might hop back into the Witcher DLC because I haven't started nice. those yet. And I kind of. Oh, you to. haven't? No, I haven't even started either oh, of them yet. I, I finished the game, it's, I just never touched it again. I wanted to give it good. some time. I know. I've heard those are yeah. like good enough to be separate games, which obviously with the Game Awards joke that we continue to tell. I'm excited, <laughs> but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I honestly don't know. So I, I pre-ordered, as of this morning, Cyberpunk on PS4. Um, I feel like you have digital, to. I know, I do. Because I'm not, I know that my only other console, I don't have a PC, mm -hmm. um, like a gaming PC or a PC. I have a Mac. <laughs> um, and, and I would be upset if you have, got it for the Xbox OG one. I would be upset yeah, if you. <laughs> yeah, I've got the vanilla OG Xbox, and that thing would chug. Like, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't even take the disc. It'd be like 700p. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, it's like I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> just spits it out. It could have. I don't know. Just blow up. I don't know. It, it wouldn't like it. So... Okay. I feel like it's it's going to go on my digital PS5. This is my problem, though, because PS5 happens on the 12th, and Cyberpunk happens on the 19th. I'm a huge CD Projekt Red fan, and Cyberpunk has been something I've been looking forward to for so long. So that gives me a week of Finish getting as much else. as I can get done <laughs> <laughs> before Cyberpunk comes out. Because if, if, it's, if it's anything like The Witcher then it's going to absolutely consume my gaming life for a long time. Um, because I did get Sackboy because Alex, Tiffany, and I have plans on co-oping this thing. Are we going to have to like um, schedule appointments with you to play Sackboy because Cyberpunk is going to consume your life? <laughs> like, Do I have to send like might... a calendar appointment? Yeah, could you start sending me calendar invites? <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> Johnny Silverhand's calling my name. Let's <laughs> answer the call. Like honestly, when you've got Keanu Reeves as an option, like it's it's generally the right answer. I forgot oh. to mention Sackboy this. Sackboy or Keanu? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot to mention this, but the new headset that I got that I was talking to you guys about during the pre-show. Yeah. It's the Johnny uh -huh. Silverhand headset. No way. <laughs> yeah. They came uh, out with a Johnny Silverhand headset. Yes. Yes. And I am here for it. I'm wearing it right now. I'm ready for Cyberpunk. 
Go. Wow. Go on. Wow, wow, wow. Dang. Um, so I've also pre-ordered the uh, Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, which comes out with the um, the new Peter Parker, which Tiffany loves um, from 2018, <laughs> the reskin. <laughs> um, Why are you as well make as Miles weird? Morales. <laughs> what? It's it's just something I know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I've got both of those games. I got Sackboy, that's the third game. And then I also pre-ordered Demon Souls because I was just in the mood of throwing away money. It's going to um, be a busy so, holiday, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your family that you can't see them during the holidays. Yeah, I got to take this uh, this quarantine really seriously, Mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will FaceTime you for Christmas, but only for 30 minutes. Because <laughs> I've got goals, sa- all right? It's too dangerous, Mom. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have no idea how I'm going to fit in any of this. I kind of want to cancel my pre-order for Demon Souls because that game is also going to consume my life, and I just can't have too many things consuming one life. So <laughs> I'm probably going to cancel Demon Souls. I'll let you guys know if I actually do that or not. Um, Bet watch. Because yeah. yeah, we've got all our watches. Um, I like Miles Morales is only they say like a fifteen to twenty hour game. Is it really only fifteen been... to twenty hours? Yeah, I mean Spider forty dollars. Well, yeah. Spider Man twenty eighteen was only like twenty hours. Is it really? Oh, that's great, Alex. Right? I, I want to get. I mean, it depends on your skill level. Okay, for me, it was like a thirty-hour game. Not a difficult <laughs> game. What do you mean? Depends on your skill level. Well, depend. Like, there's the difficulty too, so you can you know you can turn it up, and if you die more often, right? But I think it probably also remember, depends on like how much you go with the main objectives, right? Instead of right. like, swinging around mm-hmm. and doing random. I think shit. for how much I've done, and I did most of the game before rolling credits, it was around 30, 35 hours. But that's doing oh. a lot of the side missions and collectible I do hunting. That. Plus, uh, Tiffany is, like, getting backpacks every couple of minutes. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is right, so true. I was I mean, very I've... inefficient. Let me just tell you. I was very inefficient okay. playing that game. <laughs> so, do I have to play the 2018 game before I play yes. Miles Morales? Yes. I think so. Okay. You I, might as okay, well. It's yeah. the okay. way the story is right. designed in that it does take place after the events of the main game okay. so i think it, it does add a little more if you knew kind of the journey of what peter goes through in the main game and then it follows up with what miles is going through in the deals or in this kind of side spinoff so it's supposedly as long as the first one or slightly shorter i've always heard it's shorter and I thought 15 to 20 hours was shorter. Yeah, so. I, it, that is shorter. If it is 15 to 20, that is shorter than the main game. Okay. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a pretty good... I wish I was in a place where I could just play a 15 to 20 hour game and then go into Cyberpunk. Um, but I think I could get the PS4 well, well, with Spider-Man how, game with done with how much in you're invested in games, I think you could get through both before uh, Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh. High praise. Just not 100%. You can roll credits on both, I think. Oh, but that's That's not how I play. Oh, geez. I'm all about that plats. You got to revisit it, you know? The platinum's not going anywhere. Oh, man. I got to get more plats than Tiffany. Oh, my God. Please. (laughs) Wait. So you actually try to plat the game before you, like, say good adieu? Like... Generally, yeah. If I can get it done in one playthrough, I will. Wow. Most wow. games aren't like that, though, where you can do it in one playthrough yeah. a plat. Like, Dark Dark Souls 3, I've 100%ed it, and it requires three playthroughs. Yeah. And that's three playthroughs of not missing anything. So, like, not all plats are made the same, I guess. But Yeah. Honestly, for, like, Spider-Man, the challenge, the Taskmaster challenges were just, like, driving me crazy. Uh, I wasn't very skilled Peter Parker. So I was just like, okay. I threw my hands in the air. I'm like, I'm just going to see the end of the story. And then maybe if I feel like it, I'll try my best to do these speed challenges. Um, but I have not gone back. Honestly, that's. I'll probably just try to roll the credits before Cyberpunk. And then, because I feel like Cyberpunk might need a little bit of time away from it too every now and again. Yeah. To maybe play some. Peter Parker, and then maybe play some Sackboy if I'm really, you know, 
in a different mood <laughs> than cyberpunk matt um, you need yeah. to at least lock away like two hours no four hours a week for Sackboy. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready for Sackboy. Okay. And we're going to start our Twitch channel, too, what? our RXP Twitch channel. <laughs> this <laughs> that is Alex not a is going to run. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There is no you, promises about You that, heard it listeners. here first, folks. Alex is going to start streaming for us. <laughs> there are no promises. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, uh, what Wait, is why does November Alex like? have to do the stream? I don't know. I was just throwing it on the PSI. <laughs> Just, I just was picking oh on Alex. Yeah, no Matt just likes assigning out roles and duties for people. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've got Twitter. And for all of you out there, you can follow us at rxp underscore podcast. Like Michelle, our only Twitter follower that is not on this podcast right now. Um, she's a so step if above you hate, If you hate any <laughs> tweets, you can direct those to Matt. Um, gladly. Exposed. At uh, rxp underscore podcast or you can gmail us or email us at our gmail rxp.podcast at gmail.com anyway back to you tiffany what does your november look like for gaming well I, obviously four hours of sack boy a week. <laughs> i got that minimum <laughs> we can reconvene but uh i haven't pre-ordered any games but i plan on buying miles morales and sack boy on release day, I'm planning to hustle to some Walmarts to get myself some deals, you know. I got to save some money here <laughs> because... The, like, $10 off thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm literally going to look for that and get, like, save some cash or whatever. Because, you know, after, what, like, five, no, six or seven games, I can get a whole nother game mm-hmm. with that $10 off. Um, but That's very true. Yeah, so... Math checks out. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> otherwise, in the fall, I think that's. I think for November, that's pretty much it. I was interested in Valhalla, uh, but I haven't even started Odyssey, so I feel like I can't. I just by principle, I cannot get Valhalla until I at least start and mm-hmm. you know at least start Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's okay. I'm on Assassin's Creed Three, so. <laughs> Wait. So you bought oh, wow. other Assassin's Creed games? Even oh, the- I have all of them through like games with gold. Um, oh. It's just up until well, actually, I should say all. I have all of them through. Uh, which one was the e- Egypt one? Like Origins. Origins. Yeah, Origins. I, I can't even get like anything newer than that because I have a huge backlog of Assassin's Creed games. I need to play like six games. <laughs> wow. Dang. Well, I also have Origins, or like Alex lent me Origins. Alex lent me Origins and Odyssey after he platted them. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to play these. And then it just kind of, it's just. They are very long platinums. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm not planning on platinuming those games. Did you guys like Origins though? Because I heard a lot of good things about that game. So. Yeah. The, the setting is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I haven't started Origins either, but I told myself that oh, I would start okay. Odyssey. Because, like, I also very much enjoy Greek mythology. So, I was like, I'm going to skip to Odyssey before going to Origins just because it's already been so many years since those games have come out. And, like, Greek mythology is my jam. But I'm mm-hmm. just behind. Which is why I've also been really disappointed. I was on the fence about getting the game Immortals Phoenix Rising, which comes out. In no wait, does it come out November or December? Yeah, I, December third. So. Oh, December third. Okay, December third. Um, I was thinking about that, and I see that there's a deal online to get it like ten dollars off. But from the gameplay that I saw, I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna wait for that game. Um, I'm gonna wait on that. So, so November come November. I'm going to be definitely jumping into Sackboy and Miles Morales. And I'm sorry, Matt, but I don't know if Target's going to do us a solid to get you your console on time. I don't want to be like a, a negative Nancy here, but I'm actually real concerned that. Wait, why? What's going on? This is very concerning. So Target has estimated delivery dates uh, for uh-huh. our PlayStation November 13th to November 18th. Uh-huh. That's the estimated delivery or the arrival. Oh, I mean, thirteenth is on the is on the list though. He's what fine. You, He'll get it. What? Do you, okay. I mean, like it starts at thirteenth, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're just giving themselves a little wiggle room. Okay. Well, I just hope for Matt 
that he can play some Spider-Man before jumping into Cyberpunk or if they arrive <laughs> on the same day. I don't know what's going to happen. Because if not, I might have to unwrap the PS5 <laughs> that I pre-ordered that is going to your friend. <laughs> your friend might have a, a lightly used PS5. Oh Wait, why God. wouldn't you just open that one and then give him the one that you get later no, on? Because I'm getting digital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing. That's we're right. playing like a, a shuffle game around here. It's gonna be Wait, weird. Wait. So does yeah. Target not, did it not give you the option to just pick it up in store? Correct. It did not. Oh. Uh, okay. Um. Target, because it was target, a pre-order. Target. I think it like didn't even know if it was gonna show up on the at, like show up at a store. Fingers crossed, though. You know. Hopefully. So hopefully, sometime. I believe. In that week, but we'll have to see. But. A lot of fun to ha- be had. A whole month from now, we'll be... Less than a month from now. A oh, whole yeah. month from now. A month from now, I should be done Spider-Man from PS4. That's wild hopefully to say. In Cyberpunk. <laughs> 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 All right. Now that you said that, you definitely jinxed it, and you're not getting it I know. on the first day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I'm probably still going to have my PS5 in a month. <laughs> uh, sad day. Well, I think that uh, wraps up episode seven of the Recommending Experience podcast. Like I said earlier, you can always reach out to us at our Twitter, rxp underscore podcast, or reach out to us on our email, rxp.podcast at gmail.com. But thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Get yourself some Kit Kats. Plug it. Plug it, Matt. Plug it. <laughs>